0: Joyful Rising. This is Ayodele Fuega of BossyBruja.com. Welcome back to the Bossy Bruja podcast. I'm so excited to be speaking with you all this morning. I have a few things on my mind and I want to get them off of my chest before my godparents arrive this morning. We're going live at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to discuss our upcoming class on spiritual maintenance. That's maintaining your own spiritual connection as well as venerating the orisha before you initiate. There are ways to connect with those energies, to honor them, to worship them, to um, leave offerings for them, and to meet them My Padrino is going to teach you how to do that. Uh, We are in unprecedented... Well, these times are not completely unprecedented. Things like this have happened in the history of humanity before, as far as pandemics and quarantines and lockdowns and uh, things of that nature. Uh, However... Uh, in our lifetimes. This is a very strange period we find ourselves in. So as spiritualists, we have found ourselves uh, needing to adjust to uh, the reality, to uh, what is. Uh, but that that's for the live at 11 o'clock this morning. What I want to talk about on this particular podcast episode today is how witches hex themselves, right? Let's get into this whole hex culture. One of the things uh, that I saw when I first uh, started my online business, Bossy Bruja, my online witch shop, Uh, one of the first memes I saw that I thought was cute and funny, but I didn't really know how serious it was. I think it came from Witch Doctor Alex, if I'm not mistaken. It was a meme, an old meme of the little boy eating a donut. Um, And he said, like, that's him, chilling, eating a donut, minding his business while all these witches are engaged in witch wars. And I thought that was so funny and so cute. I didn't realize that it was real life like we just really be out here fighting with each other attempting to jar each other uh wanting uh to attempt to use their their magic their connection to spirit or spirits or their what little bit of occult knowledge they do have to cause harm to one another uh, one another's relationships and businesses finances happiness health and i find that to be incredibly ridiculous i think that it is an um, abuse of knowledge and of power. I think that it is a shame. And I think that uh, it is evidence that a lot of new witches are just simply untrained. Untrained in that they don't have elders or that they are unconnected, uh, disconnected from their uh, their elders, uh, that they are um, you know, for whatever reason, um, shunning or walking away from turning on their elders, uh, but also just don't fucking know who to listen to, which you know, even if you don't have an elder, knowing who to listen to, knowing where to get information, how to discern. This is a function of wisdom. This is a life skill. This is something you need to have have in life. So if you are a witch who listens to any and everybody on the internet, on YouTube, you just take people's spells straight out the book, use whatever people tell you, use whatever uh, they give to you. If you are a person who thinks that Scott Cunningham and his use of herbs is gospel, honey, <laughs> baby, <laughs> we got some shit to talk about today. um. You know, shout out to Scott Cunningham and the important work that he did, you know, for witches and particularly Wiccans and whatever. But honey, there's more to magic, more to life, more to herbs, the magical use of herbs. All right. than whatever the hell y'all be watching on YouTube. I personally don't really watch uh, any other witches on YouTube? What I find in this uh metaphysical, occult, magical space is that people are rewarded for their weirdness. People are um, rewarded for um their mm, their faith in evil, their faith in bad things happening. Uh, and one of the reasons I think there's such a, a heavy um focus such an emphasis on hexing and cursing and evil spirits and darkness and all of these these heavier energies is because people believe more in those things particularly those of you who left the church <laughs> you know you believe more in bad things like when something bad happens you are more convinced of power than when something good happens when something good happens uh, a lot of these people who have more faith in evil than in good um they, they're they more convinced. When something good happens, they're just like, oh, it's a coincidence. Oh, they barely even notice. They don't celebrate. They don't stop to praise. They don't stop to give thanks to God. They don't even remember, you know, praying and asking for that good thing to happen. They they pick themselves up, brush themselves off and continue like nothing happened. But when something bad happens, oh, someone powerful is casting on me. Someone is, is trying to harm me. Some Someone is coming against me. Someone's attacking me. For me, when the good things happen, that's when I feel my most powerful. When the good things happen, when my prayers are hitting, when the people around me are succeeding and they're happy and they're joyous and they're healthy, that's when I am most convinced of power. Why? Because positive energy, uh, co- uh, the energies, the the intentions, the work, the spells that contribute to expansion and growth and prosperity, health, happiness, love, romance, friendship, collaborations, unity, uh, strength, Uh, rejuvenation, these things to me are the way of God, are the way of the universe. The universe wants to expand. We are one. The universe does not want to self-destruct, but this is a principled universe. Um, As free-flowing and creative and beautiful and colorful as it is, it is a mathematically precise universe. It's principled. It's built on order. That is the foundation. That's how this shit doesn't self-destruct. The universe does not want to attack itself, but because there is principle the universe does like balance so uh when it comes to justice when it comes to doing works that are justified protecting your family your children in particular your elders um in particular um those things are justified, those things are warranted, and it's not beyond nature to destroy something so that something else can grow, uh, something more abundant, something more lavish, something so that something can be replenished. Okay, uh, so destruction definitely has a place in nature and definitely has a place in in magic but there are so many new witches and when I say new witches I mean you just discovered witchcraft you just came in to occult knowledge you didn't know nothing a year or two ago and you're already selling products you're already giving people readings you barely know your way around a fucking deck and you're out here charging hundreds of dollars like just what has happened there's no regulation the honor system is is crazy. I hear stories of people being scammed all over the internet, people in that scamming nonsense, it causes people who are doing real work, maybe slow work, in my case, is very slow <laughs> to, to really have kind of this weird, distrustful relationship with Potential clients because they've been scammed because they've been hurt. I have personally seen witches, uh, you know, offer services and then disappear off the internet, Just completely shut down. There, they only had a WhatsApp. They accepted money through Cash App. There's no way to uh, force a, a, a refund. Just completely disappear off of the internet and probably pop up somewhere else. A lot of witches will not show their faces. I don't understand that. It's 2020. If you cannot be bold in your beliefs, in your ministry, I understand the need to keep a lot of the work private um, or to even make your page private. But if you cannot show yourself to your clients how is the trust being built i have so many questions but let's get into this topic ways that witches hex themselves the first thing um is your own unchecked emotions right? A lot of you are too fucking sensitive. You're sensitive to everything. Everything hurts your feelings. You think people are jealous. You think somebody's talking about you. You just so fucking sensitive. And those emotions, because emotions always, they always follow thoughts, but emotions lead to actions. So if you are not checking your emotions, if you are not in control of your own emotions, your emotions will be running your behaviors to a large degree. And you end up fucking yourself up, fucking yourself over because you had a thought and which led to you having an emotion and now you're taking an action and the action may or may not be justified. The second way, and and this kind of segues beautifully into this, is suspicion. Just fucking suspicious. You guys come out of these toxic-ass churches, toxic environments where it's basically... A Sunday uh, event where everybody gets dressed up and gossips about each other, pretends to worship and praise God the loudest and the best or whatever the hell y'all be doing um, in the church house on Sunday. Um, And it's just really not, you're not there for God. You're not there to fellowship. You're there to talk mess. You're there to show off. You're there to cause harm. And y'all bring that same type of weird ass petty BS into these sacred um, mystical, mythical, no mystical, witchy occult spaces where there is this weird competition where in, in spirituality, it's like yoga. This is not a competition. This is the absolute last space for you to bring a competitive energy. If, anything you should be attempting to collaborate, touch and agree, build the energy with other witches, covens and congregations. Okay. There is something incredibly magical that happens when we come together, touch and agree. We pray together. We, we, um, worship together. We cast together. We call on the elements together. We draw down energy together. You know, we, we, You know, invite our spirits into this space together. But y'all want to be suspicious of each other, and that goes back to people. That goes back to people bringing their weird ass um, faith and evil into this space where you put more emphasis on a bad thing happening and that being more impressive to you in your mind than when something good and magical and beautiful and favorable happens. The third way is that people are undisciplined. So not only undisciplined emotionally, but undisciplined mentally, undisciplined in their practices, undisciplined in their cleaning practices in particular, keeping your space clear, keeping the floors clean, uh, keeping Keeping your up with your spiritual baths, um, keeping your ancestor altars uh, refreshed in the, the lights um turned on and keeping that connection strong uh so keeping up with your prayers and your devotions right so we do have devotionals when we we're Christians right you still need to have devotionals uh, regardless of what your spiritual practice is you take a shower every day uh multiple times a day you brush your teeth every day uh multiple times a day why wouldn't you do some type of a spiritual maintenance every day so because of this undiscipline you're fucking yourself up you're hexing yourself your emotions are out of way your mind is out of whack. You're suspicious of every goddamn body. Nobody's thinking of you, but you're suspicious of everyone. And you know, if you've ever, you know, struggled with anxiety or paranoia, you know that that itself is the illness that itself causes it has its own repercussions and causes, um, uns- you know, unsavory and and harmful effects. So, Imagine when you bring that same kind of of anxious, suspicious, paranoid energy into the spiritual space. The spiritual space is filled with unknowns. It's filled with mysteries and spirits and things that you can't see with the naked eye. So and imagine what your paranoia could do to you, your suspicions could do to you. So undisciplined in your practices, which means your protections, your cleanliness, your prosperity, your health Things that you could have, if you were disciplined in your spiritual practices, are not flowing the way that they should be. The fourth thing that, uh, which is due to uh, hex themselves, is that you keep negative work in your house. So again, destruction definitely has its place in nature and in magic. But some of you, not only are you doing unjustified work, and we will get to that towards the end, but when you do a work, even if it's justified, you keep that work in your house. I. I do not know where y'all get this. I'm going to keep this person in my house, under a table, under a cloth, buried on my property, in my freezer where my, my children's popsicles are. I don't know who started that or fucking why. Okay. And if it comes from, if it comes from, you know, old practices where you, you you know, the the dry ice or salted, um, places where you would, um, store meat and stuff and you put, um, the work down there. I think that a lot of those things were done, uh, primarily, uh, because, this is what you had access to. If you are part of the crew that prepares the meals and the people you hex and never come into this space, well, it's just maybe just purely utilitarian purposes. But in hoodoo, uh, you take that shit somewhere else. You take that shit over yonder and you bury the shit. You understand? So, or you bury it underneath that person's porch on that person's property. You don't want really to keep that shit near you. Not where your children are sleeping, <laughs> and some of this stuff is really bad It's really nasty work And it's meant to have a really nasty effect One thing that India reset said Is that when you When you say something You hear it first When it, it affects you and your energy first Now I'm not a rule of three type of person But if I was Trying to figure out What the fuck a rule of three even is Here is how I would justify a rule of three You are three in one. You are a triune being. You are a trinity unto yourself. That means you are spirit. You possess a soul. Your soul is your heart, your mind, and your will. So you are a spirit. You possess a soul. You dwell in a body. So if you do a work, it will affect you, spirit, soul, and body. Maybe that's where the rule of three comes from. But I ain't wicked and ain't nobody ever explained the shit to me. But one day I sat down and I was like, what the hell are these girls talking about? Maybe this is what they're talking about. Um, so that's how I would reason that if a rule of three um was something. And it just, just you know, it kind of does make sense. There is certainly a universal law of cause and effect, uh, also called sowing and reaping. You put it out, it's coming back. Multiply. Okay, so be very careful with what energy you're putting out, especially when keeping those works close to yourself. And um, if they're unjustified, God be with you. Number five, uh, fifth way that which is hex themselves is casting evil eye towards the wrong people. The wrong people (laughs) are those people who are protected, are those people who uh, have a very strong relationship with God, very strong relationship with their spirits. Those people who are... Um, crowned, initiated. We'll be talking more about that uh, later because when you, you cast evil eye at some of these people, you're not looking at them. You mad at this person because they're so blessed? You don't know what you're seeing. You don't know. If that person is protected by spirits, surrounded by spirits, if that person is crowned, initiated, you're looking at whoever owns that head You're not looking at that person. So you cast evil eye at an orisha? You really want those problems? You don't know what type of protections people have in place. You don't know what kind of reversals people have in place, what kind of reversal works they do. You throw something nasty at them and that shit ricochet and hit your child. You need to, listen, y'all need to slow down. Slow down with all this hexing and cursing and throwing things at people and being jealous and evil eye is just safer to unfollow people if you can't stomach their blessings. If, if another person's fortune doesn't cause you to praise God and feel blessed to even witness it, to understand that by seeing this, it is evidence that you are getting closer to that which you want to manifest and embody and experience in life. Honey, Unfollow. Go somewhere else. Uh, in fact, unfollow everybody. Come off of social media. Go into a, a, a phase of praying and meditating. Ask God to purify your heart. Remove this envy. Remove this jealousy from me. You being mad at somebody for God's God blessing them or Risha blessing them, Loa blessing them, this is improper this is not right and those of course are religions they have magical aspects to them and and i'm speaking particularly uh, about uh, a cult not even just witchcraft any any system that is filled with mysteries okay you are casting evil eye at the wrong people Six is intending uh, evil towards folks who are protected. So ways that you will hex yourself is you are casting a spell, wishing harm, hoping for the downfall, destruction of someone who is protected. That means someone who does work to connect with spirits, to bring spirits into their homes, into their businesses for protection, um, and who is under the protection of certain energies. When you fuck with that human, you are fucking with these spirits, and if you don't know nothing about those spirits, you might want to calm down. Just became a witch two years ago, okay? Number seven is is attempting to hire a controller spirit who ends up controlling you. Some of y'all really do. I didn't start uh, messing with, you know, I had me some little spirit guides, <laughs> but I didn't start messing with spirits until about fourteen years into my occult practice and that's 10 years uh no 11 years of Christianity so I was already I was you know already really heavy into prayer age 10 um I was in church from like six either six or eight years old I was already in church boom I'm already praying and meditating and connecting with God and loving God and trusting God and then I come into the occult sciences, and I start to study and explore mysteries, and and learn different things from various teachers. And I always have an elder. There's always an elder. There's always someone I can call on. At this point in my life, I have at least half a dozen elders, strong ass elders, with over a hundred years of. Uh, if I really sat down and counted, that, two of them already got eighty years of experience. If I combine all of their experience together, two of them already got 80. So over a hundred years of experience that I can call on and ask a question and, and talk to somebody who actually has direct information and direct knowledge. Some of y'all got YouTube. When I talk about elders, you don't know, your elders will pray for you, lift you up, light for you, uh, serve spirits on your behalf, come and do a cleaning in you, in your home, fix your doors, do all of these works for you. Um, Sometimes when you're asking, sometimes because spirit told them to do it, you don't even know they're praying for you, lifting you up. Okay, Um, so for me, I didn't start working with spirits until very, very, very recently. And even with the, you know, the spirits that I I work with um, and I cast spells and and do spiritual uh, jobs with, we established a relationship (laughs) before I started asking uh, for for shit. Some of y'all just found out about a spirit in a book and you already asking for shit. And some of these spirits are dangerous. Some of them are almost impossible for you to control, um, and there are people who get their whole lives, their bodies, taken over by a spirit. You tried to control it, couldn't, so now it's controlling you. And I feel bad for those of you who have partners and children, and you know, you start to see behavioral changes, personality changes, mental health breakdowns because of some shit you invited into your house, all because you can't stand. The bitch being happy. Calm the fuck down, get a life, get you some business, and mind it, okay? Number eight is unjustified workings. I said we would talk about this. Now, I don't know how it is on a lot of these other uh, paths, and I'm not a person who's just out here willy-nilly wishing and intending harm on some people. There are people I don't like, to be sure, or people, who, more more accurately, there are people who have done things I didn't like. And I've talked about some of these people online. And it's not even that I don't like the person Because the thing about me, and maybe I'm just a big ball of contradiction, uh, I can love you and like you and not like something you did. Not agree with something you did, not appreciate something you did, wish you hadn't done it, and I still like you overall. Because I understand that something you've done, there was something that you've done because you had an emotion, because you had some type of a motivation. I may know nothing about certain plans, certain thoughts, something may have been better for you. Maybe it worked for you, but it didn't work for me. And I am, I think just the right amount of detached from other human beings that if you do something for yourself, you do something that benefits you, but I didn't like it I can let that go and forget about it. I can cry about it, get pissed off, cut you out, go off on the internet, whatever, and still completely love you. So I've had those experiences with people where I, they did something I did not fucking like it. I didn't agree, it, agree with it. Even I can even understand why you would choose to do something like that, whether it's from a perspective of understanding how your mind works, understanding your psychology, your position, and still not like it but I like you and I love you and I appreciate the work you do and I see you shining. I don't have anyone in my life, past or present, mm, maybe, no, some abusers, some men, uh, but besides them, and I, st- I ain't done shit to them, okay? Where I feel like I want to cause this person harm. I want them to hurt. I want them to, to fail, to die, to whatever. And I certainly... I don't I really don't feel like I've done anything to anybody on the planet to make them want to cause me harm but you know you can't call it sometimes people like I said in the very beginning there are some people with unchecked emotions that are extremely sensitive every little thing fucking hurts them they already have some precondition uh pre-existing um mental health concerns <laughs> they already have some problems in their brains um But unjustified workings, this is, the person person didn't do shit to you. There's no reason. They didn't attack your child. They didn't attack your your business. They didn't harm you physically or any other kind of way. They didn't throw at you first. This person 100% ain't thinking about you, is minding their business, and you decide that you want to work against them. Well, You might be able to to launch something. You might be able to cast something. You might even be able to hit. But those types of unjustified works goes back to what I was saying about the universe. We are all one. And the universe does not exist to self-destruct. It is mathematically precise. The precision of this universe down to the most minute detail Is beyond anything we can imagine or thought. It's to the trillions of trillions of trillions of fractions (laughs) of just precise beyond imagining, precise beyond calculation. Because the order here prevents the universe from destructing and enables it to continue to expand. Okay? So when you are part of the universe, part of the whole, and you are seeking to destroy part of the whole, nothing is really in support of that. Now, if you evoke a law of justice, of balancing, uh, which would be a, a law, of, um, law of rhythm, okay? Everything compensates itself. The pendulum has to swing back, that sort of thing. Well, then the universe got your back. Yes, sometimes things have to be destroyed so something better can come. <laughs> right? Something better has to come. you swing that fucking pendulum far left for no goddamn reason? That shit fall is coming right back at you. Okay. So unjustified workings. There's no reason to be doing this. You're just causing unnecessary um, ruckus, wreaking unnecessary havoc in the universe. This per this thing was perfectly fine. But you have an unchecked emotion, unchecked mental disturbance, and now that's that's cycling out. What's going to happen is you are going to come under attack. Okay, because you are you are like a, uh, a free radical, a cell in the body that is sick, that doesn't belong, that is seeking to destroy. The body turns on you. So these unjustified works that you do because you have an attitude, you don't like to see another bitch winning is one of the ways that witches hex themselves. Nine, no protections in place. How the fuck you going to be out here trying to hex people and you don't got no protections in place? What if it reverses? What if they, they throw something back at you? What if something comes up in a reading? What if something comes up in, the, the you know, their, one of their spirits lets them know and you don't have any protections? At the fucking very least, if you're going to be out here, you know, starting shit with bitches, starting fights, bitch, you need to be able to, you need to know how to fight. <laughs> because, <laughs> oh, casting spells on people, but you don't even know how to fight. That's how you hex yourself. Number 10 is you are slandering and initiate, like I said before. After a certain point, a uh, p- practitioner comes under the protection, under the, the feathers, under the, the house, under, you know, uh, they come under the ownership of a spirit, of a, of a god, of an orisha. Lawa. You are no longer dealing with, With human alone When you look at them When you talk about them When you you intend something for them When you speak to them You are speaking Also To the spirit that owns the head To the spirits that walk with that person And you do not want to piss Some of these spirits is rowdy And some people like me Who are children of the dead Like you want to really calm down 'Cause that they gets they gets ratchet. Okay. They gets hype. And it's a lot of people like that. A lot of people who are either children of the dead or they're really close to powerful um Orisha or an elder Orisha, child of an elder Orisha. You want to tread lightly. You want to tread lightly. There are many paths. To different Orishas Some of them are very warlike Some of them got blood On their clothes right the fuck now You want to slow down (laughs) Some people You don't know how often people get cleaned And how many sacrifices Have been made And and what kind of things are in place People end up hexing themselves For all different kinds of reasons And these are Ten that I'm seeing Often Use your jars for sweet works. Use your jars to make potions and floor washes and uh, oils and elixirs and tinctures and medicines for yourself. And stop putting other people into jars because baby, jars break and people get free. And there are a lot of witches with very clear sight. Even if you think you have hidden the work well Because we are one And spirits be snitching Y'all think they don't Spirits be snitching And they will tell on your ass They will expose your ass Especially if you wrong Especially if you wrong And y'all ain't got protections in place Slow down Purify yourself, pray for yourself, work more for your own prosperity, your own well-being, health, happiness, and growth, and maybe you won't be so angry, and maybe you won't be so sensitive, and maybe it won't hurt your feelings so much if a person doesn't want to associate with you, or a person doesn't agree with you, or a person is is winning in their own right, because it's one thing about winners. They don't hate on other winners. And that's all I have to say today. I hope you all have an amazing day. And I will see you all on our 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time call with Ocean Square. Have a great day. Bye.